0: I keep you swaying till the last dance
1: You can be my Mary Jane we're back with another episode of Toad's Tunes. Today we're sitting down with Josh Miranda, not to be confused with Josh Miranda, who happens to be a firefighter down in San Diego. Don't tag the wrong guy, but you know what, Josh? Miranda, thanks for your service. Today we're getting into gambling in Vegas, recording music, learning on the road with the likes of Colt Ford, Jason Aldean. We talked some side hustle stuff with Black Sheep Tequila Publishing Company. We talk about Gary Garris and his rookie trip to Vegas. That's right, guitar player, first time in Vegas. What could actually go wrong Let's get to know Josh Miranda. There's no left in welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Josh Miranda back in the house at Toad's Tunes. Ooh, welcome back to Vegas. I'm happy to be back. It is
0: hotter than the last time, for sure. It keeps getting hot out here, but uh always love coming out.
1: Yeah, uh, I turned the AC on. I think it's blowing lukewarm air and a fan on in the corner just so we don't, you know, feel like we're in a sauna because that'd get weird.
0: It. yeah it could because then i got you know yeah we're just gonna we're just keep it it g-rated you know
1: um flying to vegas this morning we go straight to uh fox 5 you get to play till the neon's gone what's been the highlight of that song man
0: man it's just that's one of my favorite songs i've ever written and it's just so cool to see people enjoy it and um hear you know people be like man i love that song you know and everything and it's I get like videos on Instagram and text messages
1: from people that are like on vacation and they'll be like, "I'm in Michigan. And your song just came on or whatever." I mean, it's it's super cool. That was rad. The guy this morning, uh, the producer guy that walked us back to the room. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He listened to a little bit of it. ended up listening to the whole thing. And it gave him chills.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Man, I normally don't listen to the entire song. I just like want to know like what the vibe is." He's like, "I listened to your entire song. I loved it." And I was like, "Well, thank you. That's a huge compliment." Like when people, you know, say stuff like that, it's a big compliment to me. So you um.
1: You broke out of the bag that you got some new music on the way.
0: I do. I do. I have a, another song coming out. I think it's July 15th. And then um, I'm in the studio next week cutting some more songs.
1: How many total? We're cutting six
0: on Wednesday. And I already did three. And then there's going to be a... Uh,
1: a total of nine or a total of six?
0: There's nine, but I can't tell you what it's going to be yet because it's going to be pretty dang cool. But I think we're going to do a special feature remix on... Uh,
1: on a song cool and it's gonna be awesome excited so i know that 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 dude this morning asked the question about the transition from songwriter your six month that you gave yourself what do you like more do you like writing do you like writing for other people do you like performing recording i mean like what what is your thing
0: man it's that's a tough question because i obviously owe a lot um to my songwriting And everything and i enjoy that and songwriting allows me to be home a lot with my family which i which i really love i enjoy um but also i just there's like a feeling that you really can't describe when you're on stage and you people are singing your song back or you know screaming at the top of their lungs and stuff and you can just see people like whatever kind of week they had whether it was good or bad like they're just they're just there in that moment having a damn good time and um that's some pretty dang special,
1: man. So it's. Do you enjoy the process of recording music?
0: I love it. Are you hands-on,
1: producer style? Hands-on. Very, yeah.
0: Very hands-on. I'm, uh, I'm. I co-produce everything that I do. Um, I produce till the neon's gone. So, I like to be in the studio, giving my input. You know, let's do this. Let's put this here. Let's call this player to come in because I like what they do.
1: Right. So. Is that because you're a Nashville recording artist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah man you know i'm an og nashville recording artist born and raised and uh well, let's tell the backstory of that i was explaining Dude. to you <laughs> uh mr dylan carmichael came to town he was in town for some radio show we went and had dinner and we talked about a t-shirt and you're wearing it right now which is pretty badass if you ask me and it just says Nashville recording artist so the inside to all that is for me i'll tell you my side of it all is it yeah. just weird that when i hear people say yeah i recorded this one in nashville it just to me i don't i mean is, is the song good is the music good that's kind of my play on it but you instantly gravitated towards it
0: <laughs> well, i thought it's hilarious because normally you know you get introduced to anything anything at all and they're like Nashville recording artist josh miranda it's so great it's yeah i mean anybody could be a dang Nashville. you record music in nashville technically you're a
1: Nashville recording artist right
0: I'm but i'm wearing the shirt now in case there's any questions <laughs> you know
1: that i this is it this is. I'm gonna have to take a little bit of a video here in a minute, just for that purpose, man. Just for that purpose. So you came to town, do a little gambling. Already lost. Already. Lo- well, I mean, a I little always, bit though. Not not too much. But when when you look at these places, do you think people win?
0: No. And I mean, honestly, like, when not. I'm not a big gambler. Like, I'll come in with you know however much that I'm okay with losing because I'm you know I'm not coming sure. in expecting to lose, but I don't want to like leave being like shit like how are we gonna you know right pay pay the mortgage yeah, how are we gonna, the mortgage is gonna come yeah it's like I, i'll go in there and it's just entertainment it's fun you know and i don't bring any credit cards or debit cards with me down to the casino they stay in the room smart i bring x amount of cash whatever that number is that i'm like if i lose it whatever sure not the end of the day and i'll play with it as long as i can i either win or i lose but either way like that's i'm not i'm not going to these casinos to be like Oh, daddy needs a new truck. Come on. Like, we got to hit.
1: We got to hit. I don't even think that's real life. I don't, I mean, I watch some guys play craps here, and I like to play the live tables. I go to a place called the South Point. It's a little bit more uh, locally driven. Mm-hmm. We have fun there. They have a $10 minimum tables. Very rare you see a $5 minimum table anymore that's live. Yeah. And uh, I watch people come in and just drop hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sometimes thousands of dollars, and they just don't, I don't get Why? it. Why? Like, I, I don't cause I that's know. their thing man. I,
0: look, I don't have I don't I don't have that much money to be like <laughs> I'm okay with losing, you know, $50,000 nope. today. I'm I'm just going to hard pass. Even get to that point where I am worth that much money, I'm definitely not doing that. Right? But like oh, that could have been, you know, X. <laughs>
1: <laughs> After the COVID stuff hit, what what did you look forward to the most about getting back on the road? I mean, were you were you cooped up at home? Did you yeah. take advantage of the time at home? I know that you're a family, man. I got to meet your wife and daughter my last trip to Vegas. I mean, last trip to Nashville. Yeah. Uh, I think believe that was Thanksgiving time. Mm -hmm. That was fun. But, like, what did you look forward to the most? Um, Getting back. I, Man, just
0: getting back on a stage, honestly. Like, I don't want to say I took it for granted um, before COVID. But it's COVID hit, and it's something, like, you know, I never thought. Like, nobody ever thought that was going to happen. Right. Where it just shuts down everything that we do. Um, And so I just... I mean, like many other artists and a lot of other friends, were just like, dude, we just want to get back on stage. I don't care if it's in front of 10 people. I don't care if it's in front of 50,000 people. I just want to get back on a stage and take that in. What was your first show back? Um, my first show back was in my hometown. Um, we did like a Hendersonville hometown jam like me, Tyler Farr, and a couple other people. Yeah. Um, full band acoustic. It was full band. Yeah. And it was It was pretty cool because it's, I mean, it was in my hometown. It was like the first one back. It was outdoors, technically, you know, socially distance, <laughs> whatever bullshit. But um, that was like the first full band show back. This, I think this will be my first like full band, like in a club back. Really? I've been, yeah. I've been doing a lot of like acoustic stuff, opening slots and, and all that. Um so I'm ready to get at it.
1: I enjoyed our conversation when I told you that I had Colt Ford coming back in. Um, I don't want to say it was a test, but I knew the answer. I think I just wanted to hear it when I said, you need to come out and open for Colt, or we'll just give you your own date. Yeah. I mean, that was just a fun conversation for me, because I know that I know that you, you said something earlier. You talked to somebody, and they said, what's the big deal about Stonies?" But I think that's part of the big deal about Stonies is is yeah. we open the door to people to be themselves and be a new and upcoming artist. And whether... Shit, some of them are way established, and they come through here. Yeah, but it's, it's a mean, blessing.
0: You give guys like me a, a platform to come and gain new fans. Yep, and to let people hear, you know, my music, you know, through your radio station, through your podcast, through Stoney's, and, um, you know, it's, 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 it's special. You know,
1: it's fun. You know, speaking of Dylan Carmack, like we did before, he when he came here, um, it was a bucket list to play here for him, which I thought was really really neat I mean it made us it humbled me just even more so because he put us in the vein of um, Billy Bob's he's like I want to play the Opry Stoney's and Billy Bob's and the backstory to that one is I went back for um, I don't know I don't know if it was Aiba or some other damn thing but um, Dylan had a private show out in the hallway before you went into the next room national stage and they gave away a free show well they the radio station here won it and they went up on stage and someone in Dylan's camp said, Fuck yeah, we get to play Stonies. But they didn't play Stonies. They played somewhere else because it was up to the radio station. What? But so to me it was one of those things I always wanted to play here, so I went after him. And that's the other thing that's neat about here is if I hear something that I like, I'll go listen to some more music and then I'll go chase it down and, and find that artist and get him to come play here. And yeah. You've played here is this third time?
0: This is the second time I've played outside, here. Years. Outside? Oh, yeah, this is not third time. it is yeah, your third cause time. Yeah, because I did the AC, ACM thing outside. Yeah. Acoustic, then I came back full band. Right. Years ago, did that, and then, yeah, now I'm back.
1: Dude, I love it. I love it when, when you come back, because to me, that that uh, that means something. There's some artists that come through here once, and that's it, one and done.
0: Dude, I'll, I'll come through as many times. You're going to get tired of my ass, because I'm going to start.
1: I'll just start calling
0: you and be like, I ain't heard from Tone in a while. Yeah, Hey, I'm bud, ready. what you got?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready, I'm ready. So when this new music comes out, I mean you think you go back out on the on the road again in, in support of it? Are you at that level where where you, uh, a whole USA kind of tour is going to come together with you headlining stuff? I hope so.
0: I mean, Jesus, take the wheel. That's I mean, that's the goal. Um, I'd love to do that, and uh, we'll just keep our fingers crossed, man. I just I like getting out and playing music in front of anybody, you know, whether it's just me acoustic opening or whatever. But I mean, obviously, I prefer to headline and do sure.
1: do this kind of thing
0: as long as there's people there, you know.
1: Right. I mean, so your experience going out with Colt, is that is that, like, what have you, I mean, I don't want to say what you gained out of that, but that dude's probably a wealth of knowledge because he's, he's as grassroots as they get. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Colt is like a big brother to me, man. I love that guy. Um, I've learned so much from, from him and his crew about touring. Um, they give me the opportunity every now and then to come out open acoustic. I get to ride the bus. Um, Colt and I are both, huge golfers yeah and so he's like hey man bring the sticks put my golf clubs in the bus wake up play some golf talk hang out you know i don't even sound check anymore because the sound dudes just have my settings saved and they the know board. what it is yeah yeah but also it's just me with the acoustic um but yeah man it's it's awesome to to do that he brings me out for dirt road anthem every night and um and stuff so it's i i, I like learning a lot from from him and his crew and you know kind of the same thing with you know, years and years and years ago with Aldean and stuff. Um, all those guys are awesome. His whole crew is incredible. You know, I just go out and just hang out and just observe and watch. Sure. And how, you know, how are the A-listers doing it? You know, what are they doing? And, you know, even if at that time I wasn't doing jack shit, you know, but it's like, I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm going to get to that point one day. I want to see how they do it,
1: you know. But, dude, so, and to have that opportunity and, and to be there to watch it is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Aldine came back through here, a year and a half ago or so, and played over at uh, Park MGM. And I went. I met his tour manager, and and uh, he asked me if I want to go to the show. And he said, Yeah. He goes, I'll put you in the front row. I'm like, I don't want to be there, man. I'm good. Put me in the back row. I'm I'm cool. Like not being bougie or anything like that, but I just I didn't want to do that. But he put us in the back, and just to watch everything. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of the crazy stuff backstage. It was actually. <laughs> we were the only people on one side and his family was on the other side and that's it like they just do their show it's a job they get done with their job they go do what they do and they, and they move on and Colt wasn't yeah. much different man which was kind of cool
0: yeah seeing you know the guys and girls that, that do it at that level yeah I mean it's a well-oiled machine like it's not you know all the rock star party and crazy ass shit that everybody thinks it is right Um, I mean we have fun don't get me wrong but it's, it's like, time and a place yeah exactly it's like Hey, you know what? Like if we're going to come in, if we're going to put on the best damn show we can. We're going to go to bed, get some rest cuz we got to do it again tomorrow. Right.
1: Uh, do you do you prefer playing in a club versus playing in a large venue? I've never really played in a large large well, venue. I mean, I've done Okay, let's take Roadhouse for that. Way bigger than this. I mean, and there's yeah. I mean, do you enjoy that vibe of 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 a bigger room or do you like the small setting or even going down to like the listening room when you play acoustic? I know they all have their element. What's your favorite?
0: This is going to sound insane if somebody's listening and they don't do music, but it is way less intimidating to play in a large venue with a shit ton of people than it is to play at, like, the listening room in Nashville with, like, you know, 400 people. Right. It's way more intimidating when you're just sitting there and everybody just... It's like... The less people is more intimidating. I... Hmm. I kind of... I mean... I like them all. Like, they all kind of have their, their place with me, and um, they all kind of have their own vibe. I don't, I don't. It'd be hard for me to pick, like, one over the other. Yeah. Um,
1: well, that makes a lot of sense that you have 400 eyes. You know listening rooms are a totally different environment than a place yeah. like Stoney's is.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like you
1: know, nobody's talking.
0: you are yeah. saying shit. It's right. Like, you you're know, there song to listen, hence around. the name, right? Yeah, <laughs> listen. it's a listening room. Like, you're listening, um, which is fun. I like to, I like more, like, a party vibe when right. I'm playing. I, I'm big on, like, feeding off the energy of of the crowd and stuff. Um, But yeah, they all kind of have their place.
1: Is your goal as an artist to, to uh, get a record deal and get on the radio and be that, or do you think you would, would manage yourself the same? Like if you did something like what Cody Johnson has done and just done it with, without the needs of all of that. Well, I know he's did a deal now, but yeah, to get to where he is. I mean, my goal is to be a Nashville recording artist. (laughs) Got him. Got him. If he could drop uh, the mic, I think he would.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I would. we will get emulate that real quick, you know. Um, no, yeah, so, I mean, I think my goal, dude, honestly, my goal is just to make the music that I want to make, have creative control over what I want to do, be myself, and pay my bills doing it. Right. Have a good life for my wife, my kid, myself. Um, If I'm doing that, I'm happy. Why you know? was your
1: wife too chicken to come to Vegas? My wife,
0: well, because my wife um, has done Vegas with me multiple times um, for ACMs and, and other things. and She just gets tired of my ass in Vegas every now and then. And I
1: think she's just like, no, nah, I ain't
0: doing it this time.
1: I believe I asked her online uh, earlier, um, probably a month and a half ago, if she was coming with you. Just in, and Her answer was no. Yeah, they she was short and sweet. But you no.
0: dude, you dropped it on a comment. Like oh, on maybe the post, it, that's right, there's like 600 something people on there, and it's like, is Kayla coming? She's like, no. I'm <laughs> like, babe, you can't. She's like, I'm not fucking, I'm not going. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to him. Like, I'm not. I will not go ever again. No, she'll I'll, she'll be back. She'll be back at some point. Um, I think part of it too is I'm in and out this time, and right. she's like, I'm it's not a quick She's trip. like, I don't want to fly four hours. To watch you play songs that I watch you play all the time and then wake up and fly home right. for four more hours.
1: But she could have got a t-shirt. I had a small at home. She could have. <laughs> and honestly,
0: I was like, well, let's just stay for the weekend. And she was like, I've done Vegas with you for a weekend, and right. I'm, I'm not prepared for that right now. How so, old's your yeah. daughter now? She's four. If you ask her, she's four and a half. Four that and a half. Oh. Matters. You know it matters. Are you done having kids? I think so. Yeah? I think we're done, man. Yeah, we had a super rough pregnancy. Almost lost... My daughter almost lost my wife, so we're happy with with our one. We're Blessing. blessed. Yeah, yes. she's like a miracle child. Beautiful and little so, girl. Yeah, man, I'm
1: screwed. I'm so terrified for when she grows up. Um, I would be too. You know, I've got a 13, almost 14 year old at home, and um, it's scary, especially in the world we live in, and what's what's yeah. socially acceptable and what's not.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking, like, I just buy a compound. Yeah, and we just shut it down. We go off grid.
1: You know what's funny is, uh, my buddy Austin and I used to joke about that all the time. He got signed to RCA and then just went to shit, whatever. They were kind of a, a rock band, and that was that was what we talked about, was making it compound 10 homes, just the people we love and family, and that's it, and shutting the rest down. I've had talks with a lot of buddies in country yeah. music about that.
0: And, I mean, it's like, you know, even if we don't live there full time, it's like, hey, what if we all go in, like, on this, you know, 200-acre plot. Right. You know, outside or, you know. Southern Kentucky or Northern Tennessee, wherever it is, and it's like we just right have that.
1: I'm not a Nashville recording artist, but I want in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, next time you come to Nashville, I'm gonna record you with a song, and then you are a Nashville recording artist. I mean, I'm a
1: Vegas recording artist. I mean, this podcast does that kind of count? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Are there LA recording artists? Are the Atlanta recording artists? I don't know. I just or is I, it I, just a
0: thing with Nashville recording
1: artists? I don't freaking know. But the piece of paper that says that I just don't understand. From my point of view, you've got your own <laughs> stories and your own beliefs I, behind it, but I'm putting it in my set tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you better. Oh, you just wait. I don't know. I already know where I'm going to say it. You do. I do. I need like a he- heads up so I can catch it. So that's gonna be early. I'll tell you that. Okay, cool. It's gonna be pretty early. Well, I got to be able to, to videotape it because we need to use it for you know social things. I would have that camera up and ready after the first song. Beautiful, beautiful. We're gonna have some fun with it, dude. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, dude, it's gonna be a good time. Rest of the year, what you got planned? Um, besides for... the music stuff.
0: Bef- okay, besides the music stuff, let's see. Um, I have a lot of other like side hustle stuff that I do. Um, part owner of a tequila company.
1: What's the name of that uh, again?
0: Black Sheep Tequila. Black Sheep Tequila. Yeah. Who's the
1: other partner in that?
0: Um, so there's myself, um, Jason Charles, who's the founder, Mark Bailey, um, and Rodolfo out in Mexico. We're out we're out in Jalisco, Mexico. Um, but yeah, man, I do it's like some venture capital stuff, and we own a good good chunk of that. And so there's an awesome team. Blake Faboda's in there. Um, Bill Burton. And yeah, we just we have so much like fun little stuff that we do. Yeah, and uh, tequila is one of them.
1: Do you enjoy tequila?
0: I love tequila. man. Were you part
1: but of the process in tasting it to figure out what the final?
0: I came in super late into it. Right. Um, all that they, like Black Sheep Tequila started like 22 years ago, I think. At this point. Oh wow! And we just we launched in 2020, and so we've just been making it, aging it, and just sitting on it. Right. Just waiting. Is it your go-to? Oh yeah.
1: Unbiased. Go to.
0: unbiased go-to. Like, even if I had zero equity in it.
1: Right. You'd still drink it?
0: Yeah, 100%. It That wow. is the smoothest. We're actually up today. I just got a text. I'm not going to open it yet just to see. But um, the San Francisco Wine and Spirits competition is the largest in the world. Our um, Añejo is a top three finalist. So we find out if we're first, second, or third the best tequila in the world.
1: Today you find that out?
0: They're there right now in okay. San Francisco. Like, I was, they are like, can you go? And I was like, no way. Nope. Dude. I'm headlining Stoney's. I will not be there. That's a, so, I mean that I hopefully it goes through. If it, I mean I do too.
1: I mean top three that's huge.
0: Yeah, that's huge. I mean that helps the evaluation. You know,
1: it helps my loss that I took at the casino already. <laughs> a little bit. Listen, if your evaluation is going to save you 120 bucks, your side hustle needs to get a little bit stronger. Yeah, son. no, it's
0: going to be a little bit more, <laughs> more coin than that probably.
1: 121. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Maybe 125. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Your end goal in that is is to stay a part of it, build it, sell it. Um, yeah, our goal is to
0: build it, sell it. Yeah. Um, but have fun while we're doing it. Absolutely. We have, we have a strict, with everything we do, we call it a no assholes policy. We don't have time for assholes. We're sure. Just, we're all like really close like buddies and we just do what we want to do. That makes sense. I you know, started a publishing company through them, um, signed a writer, plays guitar for me and stuff too. He's a freaking badass. He's here tonight? Yeah, Gary Garris.
1: Yeah. Nice
0: guy. And uh, Yeah, man, he's super nice. He's a hell of a track guy too, a hell of a writer.
1: So. I always freak out when
0: someone says it's the first time in Vegas. Yeah, he didn't tell me that until like, like last night. Right. He's like, "Man, I've never been to Vegas," and I was like, "Wild card alert!" Like yeah. we have to watch Gary
1: tonight because we don't know <laughs> he's gonna end up on the roof, hangover style. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all. he's he's enjoying it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, I I hope that it's number one. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, that would be incredible. You know, we did um with the with the whiskey we had, we did the proof awards here, and we got gold medals and the stuff that we were doing, but um. I definitely want to do them again because a little bit different the whiskey we had two years ago versus the whiskey we have today is completely different formula completely different everything it is a fun business man because when you when you when you get to have your hand in something like that and watch people it's probably not much different than music i guess in a sense because you're sharing something with someone that you created
0: yeah and i mean i do the alcohol business as you know it's just it's insane
1: cutthroat it's absolutely insane
0: i had no idea until we got in it yeah
1: what made you get into
0: it. it um so Mark Bailey, the, our CEO of the Venture Capital, he's he's like a second father to me and stuff. And um, it's a crazy story, but he was just at my house in Nashville before I was involved in anything. And before you were a Nashville recording artist? Before I was a, I was a Nashville songwriter at that okay, time. Cool. Not a Nashville recording artist. That's got to
1: be the next damn shirt. D-
0: yes. A hundred percent. Nashville songwriter. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. We'll do a little <laughs> joint venture with that. Um, you want in. I want in for the songwriter part. You're damn, <laughs> damn right I do. But uh, yeah, we're just catching up. Um, having a drink after dinner, and I was like, "Man, what are you up to? What are you up to?" Blah blah, blah. and he's he like, "Oh, this blah blah blah. You know, bought a tequila company." And I was like, "What did you just say to me?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah, he's like, I'm in the tequila business now." And I was like, "Dude, I don't have the capital to put into this tequila. I'm gonna be very honest with you." I was like, "But I know a lot of people." Right. I was like, "If you ever want to be in Nashville, there's literally nobody that I cannot get to." Sure. At all. And um, he's like, "All right." He's like, "Well, let's you know talk about." It. I was like, "I'd love to help out." I was like at that point I was like for free tequila like if it's any good the right. next day a bottle shows up at my house and um, Mark was still there and he was like he's like all right he's like let's taste it and I was like all right I was like how many cubes you want he's like no 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 he's like just by itself neat and I was like it's tequila bro like I don't think that's how it works yeah <laughs> and he was like you haven't tried this one and I tasted it and I was like I mean you can just let it sit in your mouth like it's a high quality high end tequila smooth. Food. Dude, yeah, it does it. There's no burn. There's no tequila face. Like, nobody ever. Still, I mean, I've been in it for years. Nobody's made the tequila face. You know, as soon as you shoot it, you're like, Ugh! yeah. None. Throw me the line. None of that. Yeah. There's, yeah. Can you buy it everywhere? Not everywhere yet. Um, total wine cell. We're in Total Wine, but not we're not in Nevada yet. Um, What's up, bro? I don't know. I'm sorry. You want to do um, a trade? Yeah, I
1: don't I'm not even kidding. I know this guy's got some whiskey that's only in Nevada. That's true. You won't be in Nashville? with recording artists (laughs) at some point yeah i mean definitely i mean yes the answer is yes yeah we can ship to uh the majority of the states direct you do that Um, out of nashville we that's out of
0: um california California. yeah so we're in florida tennessee california georgia
1: um new york we just launched isn't that crazy that you have to do that out of california yeah I learned that whole process during co- COVID that there's companies out there based there. They got distribution. You have to pretty much give them um, kind of an escrow account of liquor.
0: Alcohol industry, man. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's not normal. At this point, I'm like, what industry? Is there any normal industry? I feel like if I just got in, I'd be like, what in the hell are y'all doing? This is insane. Yeah. So then people start getting the music industry, kind of like you are saying, and they're like, what the? F-? And you're like, yeah, I don't know, dude.
1: Yeah, I look at, the I best. look at, they're very similar, I guess, in that in that sense, because there's so many things. You said it perfect that you, I mean, you can get to anyone in Nashville. Vegas for us was, I mean, obviously we live here, but Chris and I, we grew up here. We know everybody in this town. If he doesn't, mm-hmm. I do. If I don't, he does. And that's kind of the way this has worked. We all know bar owners. We all know distribution people we all know you know the people that are helping us make it that sort of thing so it's kind of a have you been to like where they make it and everything
0: um i haven't i was supposed to go like three or four times and covid stuff happened and it was it's like in
1: mexico though
0: everything is based out of mexico right literally everything i mean we it's dirt to bottle like we control everything from the time that agave plant goes in the ground until about seven eight, seven years until we pull it out wow we, we control like literally everything there until it till somebody breaks a seal at their house um but they're all gonna be going down there tomorrow the whole whole team's flying down to the farm and i can't because i have to go finish my record
1: priorities son but you're a national recording artist. I'm a, I, I was gonna say do you maker see, on it? Yeah, the shirt that i'm wearing <laughs> says "national recording artist not tequila mogul you know what i mean so <laughs> not mexico tequila bottle yeah. i literally every single bottle that we have i have bottled uh, uh, by hand really I I have wrote bottle and batch number on every single bottle that we have seriously physically myself dude that I haven't done that with ours obviously it is but it, that's I, awesome you know what it's a neat process because the end of the day is we know what we're giving back to and it's uh, when I watch a bottle go out or when people send me pictures because they saw it in some bar we're in like four casinos now um, three retailers a total of, like seven or eight stores it's fun and i'm sure that if you is it for sale at the stores in nashville yeah do you walk in there and like trip out sometimes and think hey i'm a part of that yeah i mean i'll buy it too i can get it for free but it's just cool you know so we got into total wine which is right here Mm -hmm. and last wednesday i told you earlier that and it sold out in day well i went there thursday so they ordered it wednesday shipped wednesday put on the shelves thursday i went thursday night grabbed a bottle first bottle that was bought out of there posted it on my instagram everything that but when i was standing in line they went to scan it and i did the barcodes a little bit too small i guess so they had to hand put them in so learning process again gotta make the barcodes bigger the guy behind me started laughing at me he was like yeah they're gonna go make their own price unless you know what the price is and i went yeah i do know what the price is like actually I (laughs) i know it i did and i said it's actually my whiskey and he as he's laughing he stopped and he goes, Wait, what did you just say? I said, that's my own whiskey. I said, you know, it's called Blue Valor. We give back 10% to the Injured Police Officers Fund. He goes, what aisle's it on? Dude went back and bought a bottle of it. That's incredible. Comes out, and he goes, who distributes it? So I told him, Atlantis Bevco. And he goes, oh, I work for Southern, which is one of the biggest places here. And i was like, yeah, very familiar with Southern. Yeah. I looked at him and I went, I can't afford you. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> started laughing. So I gave him my card. I'm like, dude, when you, when you sit down and taste it, good bad indifferent i want to know what you think of it and i haven't heard from him yet his name is mike mike if you're out there but shout you know, out
0: mike and let's work on those margins so we can you know yeah. we can we can go nationwide to
1: this stuff get more places yeah our goal obviously is to start here but i mean you're having fun i think that's badass i know that the next time that i am um, are you in texas uh we will be soon i believe soon okay. pretty soon yeah there, i mean like i said there's only four of us so
0: we're at the point where we're like we're going to have to
1: did they give you an equal a partnership
0: it's not equal, okay. um, but I have a pretty good, good, pretty good chunk. Enough to where if we have an exit, you're I'll, gonna be fine. I'll be good.
1: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm looking for that Conor McGregor money. I want that 600 million. Man. Shit,
0: I ain't getting no 600 million. I mean, I'll take it if somebody's gonna, you know.
1: Maybe I'll hit a slot tonight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> For six hundred grand. And I was thinking. I, I was actually thinking tonight after the show, if it, like if it's nice outside, we go take the razor out and just bomb through the desert for about an hour, and just see see what kind of balls you got. Do I have to sign a waiver for that no. or anything? No, man. Now we
0: can't do that because my life insurance policy will not kick in. If Did you call happens.
1: it wife insurance policy? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Golly,
1: dude, tell people how to find you online.
0: Um, you can find me any social media platform or website. It's just my name, Josh Miranda, M-I-R-E-N-D-A. Not Miranda. Not no. Josh Miranda is uh, a first responder. He's a firefighter in San Diego. Is he really? Yeah,
1: dude, how awesome is that?
0: It is. Yeah, I'm so. not gonna look that guy up. I mean, but thank you. Well, you, you, you can. Service. I mean, I'm sure he's a super cool guy.
1: Right. You just happened to find that dude out there one day. Yeah. Well, he accident. was. He
0: did. He used to do music stuff too. So, like, I'd put something out, or he put something out, and somebody would like. Tagged the wrong Josh, right? We'd have to be like, "Hey, that's, that's not me."
1: We get that with Stonies every now and then, because there's Stonies Wrong Country, Stonies Roadhouse, and then something that's not even affiliated with us in Sacramento called Stonies Rock and Rodeo. See,
0: do you understand? But I shout understand. out, Josh,
1: if you're listening. You
0: know, I'm... what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks again for the time. Wait, hold on. I got one more question. Do you do that TikTok shit?
0: I don't, dude. I have my record label like made me do it. I don't even know how
1: to log into it. I, I have no idea. We t- we talked just a little go, a little bit ago. My I got one two years ago. The kid had me put it on my phone, and it just sat probably two and a half, three years ago. And I got Toad Talk T O A D T O K. Kind of cool, right? On TikTok. Yeah, I I'll, got. I'll more, hit you with that follow. I got more messages of people asking if they could take my name. than <laughs> On TikTok? Uh, yeah, I'm just like they—they they just want the handle of Toad Talk, which I think is. My point of that was, eventually, I'm gonna get to the point where I have someone just follow me around with a camera and they do stuff like this because the idea of it for me was to use that to show the average person that you're human. That was the whole point of, yeah. of me wanting to get TikTok was to let them see the other side of stuff because we we said earlier today about you guys fly in, it's the drinking, the partying, the drugs, you know, having a great, getting on a plane and go to the next. That's not real life, dude. No, I mean you
0: won't. There's not sustainable, bro. Like no, you're, <laughs> you're not, not Co. Wetzel. I'm not. Shout out, dude. You're a badass. I can't. I can't hang. <laughs> I can't hang. I you. can't hang like that, man. So
1: Jared Neiman, uh, uh, Stephen Barker Lyles, um, John Stone. I don't hang out with any any of those because they drink way too much. There's a couple more, but I'm not gonna put their names out right you're now. You're a wuss. Hey, man. Hold on. You won't. I ain't gonna say it. Thanks again for the time.
0: Say there ain't the country songs. <laughs> and steel guitars don't play. And when that crowd phone gets sent away around, do you feel like those lights ain't shining down? Will I still be here? I still be hanging on. Cause am